0: all right guys well uh hello and you know welcome to week four of pursuit for purpose i hope everybody genuinely had a fantastic thanksgiving and you know, i really hope that it was filled with gratitude and perspective i have to say you know before we get going just a big thank you genuinely uh i'm extremely humbled and grateful that anybody would choose to share an hour with me and also choose to share an hour with themselves none of this is happening because of me it's all happening because I've allowed my faith to work through me It's taken quite a long time for me personally to start getting out of my own way but I'll tell you this science can't be ignored anymore something bigger is at work in my heart mind and soul and I know that through the peaks and valleys of the journey that he has planned for me that he will deliver like he always does for the people here that have not been in previous zoom meetings and it's awesome to see some familiar faces i'll give you my brief overview of what we're doing here pursuit for purpose is for you the goal is simple start planting the seeds of the quality foundations it will take to grow into the contributor that you're supposed to be fortunately for all of us sports is our vehicle that we get to be delivered through but it is the lessons taught within the game that are the ultimate prize not the wins trophies, not the accolades, it's the lessons. And don't forget that. The trophies may get lost, the records may get broken, but who you get to become through the trials and tribulations of learning to do the things that the right way, that can never be taken away. Even when you fall, because it will be what helps you get back up. You're right where you're supposed to be. And I say this with a hundred percent of my heart. I believe where you want to go and I will do anything in my power help you get there. This week we got the unique honor of getting to discuss a topic that many of us believe in, in whatever fashion, but also something that is difficult to speak of at times because it's something only that you can feel. I'm speaking about faith. Faith is a major foundation in the pillars of growth and, and many of us have our own unique journeys of how we've come to find that faith. We want to hear about them today. Maybe that is what will help bring us all together just a little bit more, opening up, sharing about what our faith means to us. Something that you say today might very well be just what somebody else needed to hear. Faith is easy, but faith is also extremely hard. It's a personal unique journey that each of us must face and grow through. We do not all have nearly anything near the same journey of life or the challenges presented to us, but there is a common ground that many of us feel with an interesting Earl Nightingale quote that I came across in his uh, little strangest secret. He says some profound words by Grove Patterson. We came from someplace and we're going someplace. So we should make our time here an exciting adventure. The architect of the universe did not build a staircase to nowhere. Les Brown also has a great acronym, uh, acronym for faith. He calls it finding answers in the heart. Faith without action, can lead us nowhere. We must choose to answer the call of the things placed on our heart and although the journey ahead is long, we must get moving to find the answers along the way. This week we have a guest with us that uh, should make us all jealous as an athlete. He could probably throw my entire body harder than I could throw a baseball, but the truth is what I think will make him a separator among his peers is the work he is pouring into himself through his faith. One might accomplish uh, what he has to this point and think, hey, maybe that's enough, but not him this is only his beginning there's more in store that gets to happen not to him but through him on his quest to stepping on that MLB mound for the very first time I got the chance to personally watch him go to work for a whole summer and and it was just jaw-dropping you hope and pray that the guys with the gifts given to them by the one most high work in the way that I feel like I've gotten to see him work and when they do kind of just know that any door that they choose to open is theirs to walk through With that being said, uh, please join me in welcoming the 2021 first round draft pick of the World Series champion Atlanta Braves, Ryan Cusick. Ryan, thanks so much for taking the time to join us, man. Uh, It's an extreme honor.
1: Well, that's a pretty big intro, Kirk. I don't know if I deserve all that, but um, I appreciate what you're doing. I really think that you're going to make an impact and if I can be a small part of it. um, I'm blessed to be part of it. So thanks for having me.
0: I appreciate that, man. Definitely, uh, re- really do. Uh, and you know, I I say that genuinely of of just even knowing, hey, when when you're lucky enough to be blessed with some natural gifts uh, of talent, you know, you just hope that those are the guys that also run through a wall to bring out that, but also have something a little bit deeper in in store for for what that all is. And and I've enjoyed getting to see kind of your own personal sharing of, uh, of what you've shared through your faith. You know, it's, uh, I didn't know a ton about that, but then, you know, you, you guys definitely don't know this, but I was inspired to buy my first Bible because I saw Ryan reading his Bible. And I mean, you know, it's something that I wanted to do, but, you know, I see him doing it and it's like, gosh, man, that's a good reminder. That's a great reminder. And on top of that, it was a red letter edition and I've been wanting that kind of thing just so I could get that kind of perspective and everything. But it was it's fun to just get to be a part of those little little things that like hey you you have no idea but that had an impact on me just you posting and sharing that you were spending your day doing that and growing as a person and and not just a baseball player so uh you know Uh,
1: honestly that that makes my day um I think that's what I'm here for and I think that's what the talent that God gave me is for um to just kind of be a billboard and um, continue to spread his word. And um, and honestly, um, I wasn't religious for the first 17 years of my life. Um, I really, um, I consider myself a Christian. I really didn't know what it meant um, besides just celebrating Christmas and Easter. And um, it took a bunch of mentors and a bunch of teammates and coaches that um, all kind of found that fascination in, in spreading, whether it was Um, knowledge of the Bible, or whether it was just spreading advice about life, or even the game of baseball. And um, I was kind of a sponge all through that. And I really think that I'm just kind of a combination of all those different people that I came across. Um, So honestly, what you're doing is really, really powerful, because it made me into who I am today. And um, I think it's, it's my duty to give back um and try to provide I'd be one of those mentors or um or teammates to the people um that I'm talking to today so hey um thanks for the uh thanks for this stage and let's get right into it
0: heck yeah heck yeah well with that being said I'm going to jump into some uh, some questions and uh, that I'm going to ask Ryan and then really guys I, I want to hear from you guys today I really uh I want to I want to get that information from you and just something that makes you stronger, maybe to lift me up a little bit as well too. And anybody else that might be needing to hear some of those words. So kind of jumping right into it, Ryan, let's make it easy. Softball question. You know, what does your faith mean to you?
1: Uh, It means everything. I really didn't know what it meant until um, my senior year of high school, really. Um, Yeah. My, my family growing up, we, we go to church maybe once a year um and when i was there i really didn't know what was going on and i really didn't have any interest and um i think that that was kind of a good thing because as i grew older um you know 18 19 20 i ended up taking like ownership of my journey in faith and um it wasn't that my dad was forcing me to go to church or my mom was forcing me to read the bible it was more I, I did it because I wanted to. And I never read a word of the Bible until I was 18 and did it on my own will. So I thought that was a pretty cool part um, to begin my um, journey of being a Christian. And um, honestly, as I said before, um, it started by people leaving the door open for me. Um, for some reason, I just had a some sort of fascination uh, with the Bible and I really didn't know what it was. I'm not a big reader. Um, I don't, I didn't have any interest in any other types of literature, but I felt something working through me that drew me towards learning about the Bible. And I think a big part of that was, you know you know how social media is, like some people post the Bible quotes. And I think when I was maybe 14, 15, I was, um, some of the guys that I looked up to, I saw them posting and talking about the Bible. And, I was like, wow, I've never even heard people um, talk about this. And um, I look into it and I, I didn't even have a Bible. So I, I would Google it online and go onto the online Bible and, and look at it and be like, wow, that's really speaking to me. And just over time, it, slowly, it just slowly built up. And um, it got to the point where when people started leaving the door open for me, I went right in and I was listening and I was immersing myself into Um, into their conversations. At first, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't talking. I didn't, I didn't know all the stories. I'd never read the whole thing through. So I felt kind of like a fish out of water, but I definitely felt something pushing me to, um, to go towards it. And I think that's something that you're experiencing right now is, um, you know, you're, something was pushing you to go take that step and get that red letter Bible and something was drawing you to, um, to to take that extra two seconds and read what was on my story. So, so, so that's exactly why I post those types of things. Um, because I know it, it means the world to me. And even if however many followers I have, if it just impacts one person, um, that's, that's worth it right there. So, um, really throughout the past five years or so, um, I'm 22 now. So I started really getting into it when I was 18. Um, it has changed my life. I don't think I'd be anywhere close to where I am um, without um, the scripture that I've read, without the people that I met through the Christian community. Um, And I think that, um, you know, it really just starts with those connections. So um, I think it means everything. And um, I'm hoping that it means everything to other people too.
0: That's awesome, man. And, and I resonate with that a lot. Um, Just from the standpoint of a a small personal nature, you know, I feel like I always had an abundance of faith. I had a belief in God, uh, but I didn't want to believe what anybody else's version was supposed to be. It was supposed to be mine or my personal attachment. and, And I can tell you, man, like, I just, I just can't even explain it. Um, You know, uh, head coach of our team is on, uh, on the call here today. And I remember when I knew it was my time to, to actually accept it. You know, he was one of the first person that I told that I wanted to do it through. And, you know, with, with our team. And uh, again, just to kind of those, those callings that get placed on you, it's led to everything here for the first time in my life faith has allowed me to get out of my own way and and I think a lot of what my own faith was was I was scared of my own faith uh, scared of my own proclamation of being able to say this is who I am what I'm doing and where I'm going and and I just uh I'm very grateful that I I guess uh he stuck around with me long enough to let me figure out how to get out of my own way and play some good things on my heart for sure so uh, absolutely
1: I, I think that uh I think one of the best things um, and one of the, one of the strangest things about it is um, for the first few times I opened up the Bible, it always seemed to speak to me um, like exactly what page I would open or exactly what page my Bible study was going towards. It spoke directly to me. And I was like, wow, is this, it's almost like this is planned right here. Like this isn't supposed to happen. And it's one of those things that if you, um, if you haven't experienced that, you think that, I'm just telling a story and, and I'm crazy, but, um, and that's what I thought of people that would say that before, but once it actually happened to me, I was like, wow, the Holy Spirit is working through me. It's drawn, it drew me to where I am here today. And um, So I've experienced a ton of those different things and it just is more powerful every single time.
0: Uh, and that, that's, uh, honest. Perfect response because that leads kind of right into the next question. You know, what are some of the habits of faith that you practice that have helped give you some extra strength, man?
1: So it started out with just reading the Bible. Um, and I would read my buddy Hudson. I met him when um I transferred my senior year of high school. I think he's on this call today, but he uh he was one of those guys that left the door open for me. Um he would start Bible studies and we would just read, you know, one chapter um a week or something um as we graduated it would just be me and him and we'd read um you know one chapter every couple days and we would write down what it meant to us um what our favorite verse was we would we would write write it down in a journal and keep track of it um and see how we could apply it to our life and um that was one of the practices where really getting my thoughts down pen on paper that's what made a difference to me and um, instead of just reading it passively, underlining um, interactively, um, you know writing down in a journal so I can look back and in times of oh this is what I was doing here. this is what I was doing then. Um, and the other thing really, out on the baseball field, every time I go out, I've got a note card in my back pocket and it's got um, it's got a, a Bible verse that I go to um, and it's a different one every time. So it's something that I kind of just started and um, you know, game baseball, it's stressful. Um, and I'm sure um, at, at every other point of life, there's things that are going to be stressing you out, whether it's going into a test or, um, you know, going in for a job interview. Um, there's always that point where it's, where it's game time. And when your back's up against the wall, you need something to lean on. And that's what I lean on. I, I, I read as I'm going through my routine, my daily routine before I make a start. I'm, um, I'm doing a Bible study. Um, I'm just writing down, um, maybe my favorite verse. And I put it in my back pocket as I'm going through my warm up. as I'm foam rolling before my game, I'm praying. And, um, it's something that probably my teammates have picked up on. I've got my eyes closed when I'm foam rolling. I don't like to talk to anyone and they might think it's they're like, what's he up to? But that's what I'm doing. Um, it's very consistent, and something that I just found is so incredible is um, how much it can take my anxiety and my fear away. As you touched on before, it's it's almost like a um, it's like a foundational rock. It's it's something that when I'm wavering, it can't be wavered, and when I'm nervous, um, it's not nervous. And when I when I go to and talk to him, he's always there, and he's the least nervous in the world, and and his um, his positivity and, um, his calmness is just, it radiates on me and, and makes me calm and something about carrying the the weight of the world on your shoulders. And as soon as, um, as soon as you choose to let it all go to him, it leaves. And it's something where I've I've played in some big games. I've, um, I've done some things with my back against the wall and it all, it all comes right back to him um, I think that's something that changed my life, and without it, I think I'd be a wreck
0: that's that's awesome I, I I really enjoy the kind of just the idea of getting to in my mind watch you out there prepare. you know and in, in you're in prayer, but I'm sure it's also a form of meditation. It's essentially just you centering yourself that much more to to bring yourself back to to moments like you said that that just create clarity, calmness and and just you know passion for what you're still you know working through even even if uh you know there was a challenge that was ahead uh, can you you know sorry for a, a random question but can you take me through a a moment for yourself where you 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 knew that you felt that in a in a particular game something that stands out to you in a in an atmosphere You know, you're playing at wake forest you're playing in some big big places that are going to be uh having some actual fans and some moments that create that tension. Can you, can you take me through one where you were able to slow yourself down in game and kind of go, go to a certain place that gave you some clarity that you then came through and punched through the door?
1: Well, it might sound funny, but I feel like I'm not even doing the work out there. Um, and it feels like something else is taking over my body when I'm out there. But um, I think the first game of the season is always the most nerve wracking. Kind of tor- towards the middle, towards the end of the season, it's like you're used to it by then. But you've had seven months to think about it um, when you're leading up to that first game, and it's always it's always the most nerve wracking. I've had two opening day starts, and both times I've thrown up before the game just because <laughs> I'm so nervous. Um, and that's something I just had to deal with. But um, I think I think this year I was super nervous. I mean, I put put way too much pressure on myself. You know, it's it's junior year. It's always um there's gonna be a whole lot of people watching and you've got high expectations on yourself. And, you know, your team's got high expectations on yourself. And people have been hyping up your performances and your team's performance. And then all of a sudden game day is here and all those articles and write-ups don't mean a thing. And you actually have to go out and, and prove it. So I think when I when it turned from How, how do I prepare in the off season when nobody's watching and when the anxiety is at an all time low and it's the calm before the storm and then translating that to putting it on paper and actually doing it um, is where it it comes through him. And um, to be able to be in that calm state through the first game and having those jitters that you just can't replicate in the off season, you can't, you can't replicate that adrenaline and those nerves and um when they come I, I i lean on him and um and that's how i had a had a successful year and, and honestly um and honestly the results don't really matter but it's about the peace of mind and um i think when i put my head on the pillow after each night i know that i've i'm living my life the right way and and he has a plan and it's it's not it's not a direct of he wasn't working through me today. It's, and I think that's what I struggled with at the start. Um, when I first got into the Bible, I, I remember um, talking to my buddy and he was saying, it's not, it's not that you're praying for success today. It's not, I pray to, you know, strike out 20 and don't give up a run. That's not what you pray for, but it's that you pray that you have a plan for me and pray that I have a steady heartbeat and trust in you no matter what happens out there. So it's not that I go back when my back's against the wall and I, I think about the verse, and then I get the big strikeout. It's, it's, more, it's more showing when I'm struggling and I have a tough game and then I get taken out in the third inning and I say, oh my gosh, the game just spit up on I me. Mean, what just happened? And then I go back in the dugout and instead of throwing the Gatorade cooler um, and trying to punch one of my teammates, I pull it out of my back pocket and say, hey, it's all part of the plan. Um, and you just need to trust in the Him, and, and honestly, kind of the overarching theme um, of this past year was really it's out of your hands and it's in God's hands. And um, just as just as I said before, um, it's funny how you know Bible verses speak to you, and chapters tend to find you. And the first the first Bible study I ever did um, this year in September was on Luke one. And if you guys don't mind, I'll read it for you. But my favorite, um, the verse that I picked in Luke one was verse 38. And it says, Mary responded, I'm the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. And when we, when we dove into that, we realized that it's not about what you want. It's not about if you want to get drafted it's not about if you want to win the game it's not about if you um you know want to have success and have fun with your teammates after the game but it's about you god fulfilling the plan for you and you fulfilling the plan for him and it's that he has a plan and all that anxiety goes away when you sit back and say um exactly what mary said i'm your servant and may everything you have in store for me come true. And, and that's, that's the foundation that I built myself on for the past year. And since, since I made that my foundation, I think my life has changed and I don't plan on changing it anytime soon.
0: That's, that's awesome and powerful. And, and again, you know, just to compliment you on just uh, the attitude that, you know, without knowing that you've taken this whole year, because Hey, a lot of a lot of guys are in your position. A lot of guys believe that hey, this is their year to do what they got to do, and hey, it doesn't. Not everybody gets the same blessings, and it's they're a part of their own journey. But for whatever it's worth, you dove deeper into you know your faith than farther away from it, and uh, and and I, I think that the results have been pretty awesome, and uh, been able to get uh, take. You, it's got to be pretty cool that the team that took you ended up winning the world series as well, too. It kind of makes things that, that much better, but also, yeah, it's not too bad. I, I think that it also leads right into uh, the next question that I wanted to ask you, and it's not trying to take you backwards, but you know, we have to reflect on where we've been on our own journeys, but you know, can you share with us a, a more personal time in your life when you, when your faith was challenged and, and maybe even if that was this year and, and how you were able to overcome that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think, going back towards my, uh, the end of my senior year of high school and the beginning of my freshman year of college, I think a lot of times during that period, you're kind of finding out who you are and going from being a high schooler to being completely on your own in college and not having anyone look after you. And, you know, you really being responsible for, um, for, for everything, whether it's going to class or, um, getting your homework done and, Um, you know, getting up in the morning, making your bed and, um, all those little things kind of come into who you decide to be with these, with these bunch of little decisions. And, um, I think that, well, I mean, I wanted to, I kind of had my heart set on going out of high school and I didn't want to, I didn't want to go to college necessarily. I thought that I put, I was good enough of a prospect out of high school to, to go and pursue my dream of being a pro baseball player. And when that didn't happen, um, things kind of came crashing down and I wasn't too happy about it. And I would, I think I kind of fell into that. Well, I, I prayed every day and, um, I lived a good life and why, why aren't things happening the way that they should for me? Like, what did I do wrong? Um, like, is God mad at me? And I think that's something that everyone goes through, um, just in a different way. And it was kind of the the realization for me to realize that it, it's not, it's, it's not that you pray and good things happen and it's not that bad things happen to people who don't pray, but instead it's, it's something that, that God is a, is a vehicle to help you navigate those times and turn the bad times and the good times and, and help you survive those, those bad times. So I think making those decisions um, and seeing long-term as a as a fall freshman in college and a lot of those decisions came on you know friday and saturday nights of who i wanted to be in two or three years and and what my what my moral compass would be and what 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 did i want to be known as and um what did i want to lay my my life's foundation on and um really going and relying on the bible and, and continue to read it um more and more when I really was unfamiliar with it and learning that, um, this is a grand picture and you're not on this earth for, for the earthly, um, the earthly woes and the thrills that could be offered, especially in like a college setting. Right. So, um, and, but instead you're, you're put on this earth to be a vehicle to transport, um, God's message. And that's something that I kind of wore on my sleeve for um and i, I kind of decided when i was a freshman in college maybe in that october area after i had a month of of kind of trying everything out and seeing who i wanted to be and um that's kind of a promise i made to myself and once that happened i never turned back and went a ton of things a ton of bad things have happened since then and every time i consciously make the choice to um to rely on my roots and to get back on the horse and um and to be the person that I want to be.
0: Awesome, man. <laughs> I think that uh, it sounds like some good foundation that I wish I would have had at, at your age as well, too. Maybe it'll help me get a little bit farther than uh, than the, the holes that I've had to dig myself out of. But ultimately, you know, it, it is the right timing. And, you know, I was shown those different things because I wasn't ready for the the things that I was thinking that I needed for myself. That's, that's not what I needed. I I kind of needed the wake up calls that I had to go through and, and you, uh, you know, this leads into the next thing that you kind of have spoken of a little bit, but man, how can, how can living in your faith help bring power to others?
1: Yeah, I think that, um, that's something that I've tried to focus on more in my life. Um, I think it all comes down to the boldness in your faith and, um, I think you said at the start, um, if you're not, if you're practicing faith alone and you're not acting on it, then it's, then it's failed. And I think that's, it's, it's an uncomfortable topic. Sometimes it's uncomfortable to talk to, um, even some of your closest friends about it because you're unsure of what their thoughts are. You don't want to hurt their feelings and, um, you don't want to come on too strong and scare them away. But I think that there, there truly isn't anything that is more um, fulfilling than knowing that you had a good conversation with someone and help them bring, um, bring them closer to God. And I think, um, as I've kind of built this stage over the past, you know, seven years of my life through high school and college, um, I always had the, the idea and promise to myself that it's for a reason. And when I finally saw the fruits of my labor start to pan out, I realized I need to do something with this, and that this, that I wasn't blessed with all these blessings for no reason. And I kind of owed it to myself and to God to, to give back. And, um, you know, whether it's, I don't even know how much a, a story post, how long of a way that could go, or um, a conversation and spending the extra five minutes to talking to one of my teammates who sees me reading the Bible pregame and saying, Oh, what are you reading? And spend the extra five minutes instead of just saying, "Oh, the Bible," and saying, "Oh, well, this verse in the Bible resonated with me." And Who knows? They might never think about it again in their life, or maybe one of those people out of the hundred that I try to talk to, it ends up making a difference. So um, I've kind of decided to step away from being uncomfortable and um, in my faith, and trying to be bold, and trying to be proud of who I am, and what the Bible and my faith has done for me and um, try to branch out. I'm a pretty quiet guy. I, I don't like to, to talk about too many controversial things. I like to keep to myself. And I think a lot of athletes are the same way, but um, we like talking about baseball or we like talking about sports, but what, this this is something that's so important to me that I, re- I promise myself, I need to start talking about this more and I need to be, just a beacon of God's light. And it's, it's not going to happen if I never let myself out of my comfort zone. So really stepping out of my comfort zone is really fulfilling and um, something that I, I, I'm still not great at. I, I'm still, I'm not a pastor. I'm not, a, um, I'm not anything close to it, but I'm just trying to take it one interaction at a time and hoping to make an impact.
0: Same, same here, man. Definitely not a pastor. Definitely do not have all the answers. I'm not versed enough in knowing any true verses myself. But other than just like you're saying, where you get to read it and be hit by it and be strengthened by it. And, and and I'm pretty sure that the journey that you've been on has compounded in a positive way that has led you to where all right. It's it's coming along, and now as your own faith grows, you know what you need to continue giving back to it. Where, you know, you've you've gotten these blessings here at this point, and and isn't that isn't that the the point of success in its own right, whatever it's determined as? Aren't we supposed to lift people up with us, you know, and and through that process? And Absolutely. That what exactly what you're talking about, man, is is gonna help bring along some some different athletes who wish to be in your shoes some different people who've you know watched you from afar and you know they'll probably end up saying i enjoy watching you grow as a person more than i've even watched you growing as a baseball player but because the person you're growing into there's no doubt that the baseball is going to come along if you know that you're rooted in those foundations that you're building yourself on so you know that's uh um I'm am I'm, I'm jealous for sure. <laughs> I know I know that I'm. I we're not supposed to be, but ultimately, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for you and your own journey, big time, man. And I'm not too far from Atlanta, so you know, make make it quick so I can get on down there to uh to be able to come in and come and watch you. I'm
1: Obviously. trying, Kirk. I'm trying.
0: <laughs> well, uh, with the uh with the last one, uh, you know, kind of is there anything else more specifically that you feel like you'd like to share about faith that you know you feel will be in, impactful for anybody else to hear.
1: I'd honestly just stress um, putting things down on paper. I think that uh, I think that it's something that everyone always hears, and I always heard, and then I never really put into practice. And then once I started to, I realized how powerful it was. So I would just stress that, and and honestly, um, I've been a sponge and am open to hearing anyone else's um, thoughts. And I think that the, the same likelihood of me changing someone's life tonight is the same as someone changing my life tonight. So I'm, I'm just uh, looking forward to hearing what anyone else has to share.
0: And, and that's right into it guys. I mean, I, I really want this, this one's way more about you guys. What, what strength have you been, have you found through your own faith, whatever, whatever your faith is for yourself. And that's the whole thing where I just, even on my journey of finding myself and finding Christ, I still am just completely open to loving the idea that anybody else is able to accept whatever it is that their path is. And, and so at this point, uh, you know, if anybody wants to take themselves off off mute and share anything for themselves of, of what they got or if they got any particular questions that they just want to hear us yammer about, man, by, by all means, feel free to to go ahead and take it off and share what you got. Cause like Ryan said, and like I've tried to say myself, you know, you guys might help us more than we're trying to help you today.
2: I'm going to make somebody go. <laughs> all, right. all right, I'm going to go. Cause I want to say hi to Ryan. Hey Ryan.
1: Hey, how you doing?
2: Good, man. First of all, uh, thank you for um, sharing uh, I was in a meditation for the most part listening to you guys because I don't know if you're told this very often, but you know you just speak from such a place of, of calmness and uh, so one of my observations right away is that it's, it's just neat to see someone living living their faith living, you know you're, you're clearly not just talking about it like book smart and i mean i'm overstating the obvious but one of the things i wanted to comment on which was fascinating to me is that i've been wanting to tweet out this comment for a long time but i'm afraid people are going to take it the wrong way which is um you know complaining is not accepting what is right and so one of the things that I took away from your, your answers tonight, Ryan, that I thought was really profound is that you are in such a state of genuine, not because it sounds good, but genuine acceptance. And I think in our world, that's one of, this is one of the most underrated qualities. Um, so I think, like you said, whatever, whatever your background is, whatever your faith is, if you still feel like in your faith that it should happen this way or should happen that way or why didn't it go this way i think you're completely misunderstanding your faith because as you said faith is it for me i guess this is where kirk your, your question is faith faith for me is also about trusting the process right like trusting what the intention is behind everything um you know there's great sayings like there are no accidents right everything happens for a reason and if you really take that those things to heart, then you realize that, wow, whatever happened is a teacher, an instructor is, is there for me. It could have been a, a four-hit shutout, and I may not have got out of the third inning, right? But it's still there as a teacher and an instructor. So my comment is, and then I'll turn it back to you guys so anybody else can jump on here. First of all, I wanted to acknowledge you know, that it's really a treat listening to both of you guys talk and and just how genuinely rooted you are in such a way that you truly you know I think it's one of those things we all want to do in life we all want to speak from a place of truth you know and, and live what we're talking about so number one I just wanted to comment for you at such a young age that you are truly you know living your truth and and it's it's palpable and uh and inspire you know it, it's just inspiring to hear you just be so natural naturally grounded in it in your faith And and secondly That word acceptance, just that was the one, I think that was really my main comment I wanna come back to. I I just keep coming back to, you have such a genuine level of acceptance of how things are, and I think it's one of the healthiest states to be in psychologically. We can say, of course, spiritually, but um, I just wanted to acknowledge that because I think it's an important point to bring up that you really kind of moved out of me. from your sharing. And I, I just really appreciate how you are in really a, an acceptance mode. And that's a strength as opposed to I'm accepting as a passive, in a passive state. You know, you're accepting in a very healthy state psychologically and spiritually. So uh, thanks again for, for sharing, man. I really, I really enjoyed your, both of your guys' input.
1: Thank you. Appreciate that.
2: And in, in the, the, uh,
0: when you were talking about it, Ryan, as well, too, I I had, I had a sneaking suspicion that it might, uh, you know, hit Alan in the, in the right place, because ultimately, you know, that that grounded nature of where you're coming from, and really is going to be just such a strength of a route that you can hold on to for yourself to not get bogged down by a particular moment. And even if it comes over because we're humans, you know where to go back to for yourself to, to be able to get yourself there. So, uh, I, I know that there's there's more in store for you as you even get more comfortable and more comfortable in finding those different comforts that allow you, just like you said, to you, you do all your preparation. But when you get out there, the job's already done. You, you, you now just need to accept the moment and not accept it just like Alan said of, oh, yeah, whatever happens, whatever happens. But it's just that, all right, here is where we're at. And you get to get back to that certain point, even when you feel yourself changing in different, different levels. It's a it's a strength that I'm sure not many of us have and, and one that I struggle with for sure. You know, when something triggers you to make you have some different emotional thoughts, it's it's hard to <laughs> it is hard to be able to go back to that calming nature for yourself of just being able to feel centered. So I appreciate it just as much as Alan said of you sharing that with us for sure any uh anybody else uh alan i feel free to go ahead
3: well i i guess i'll speak I'll, Please. yeah, I'll, I'll speak a little bit uh yeah uh, once again i appreciate it ryan for everything that you said uh it's one one of the things with me i guess my journey is a little different i grew up with my arts teaching seminary for years and so the one thing when it comes to faith for me, it says there's two sides of that coin. It's faith and there's fear. And like lightness and darkness and people say it's either or, but if you look at it as a sliding scale, you know, anytime you face with a decision, you can either lean towards your faith or you're gonna be fearful. And a lot of times that happens in, in the game of baseball. Uh, you see a kid take the mound for the very first time, you know. You can tell the kid that is, is believing everything is happening for a reason. And then you have that other kid that it says, okay, man, I'm scared up here. And it's our job is the coaches or the male is to, okay, let's calm down. Let's let's find that fear, find that faith. Or like the first time that I had a kid get hurt. You know, you run up to the kid and the kid is unbelievably scared because it's the first time that he got hurt. And what do we say as coaches? Just breathe. Just breathe, let's get to it. And I think anytime in life with our faith, it's that same situation. When life throws you something, is can we take that moment to stop and breathe? Can we say, okay, this faith that there is a reason, there is a place, there is a time for this. And there's there's, a, there's logic to the the chaos and the madness that we have. So I, I like like hearing you uh when you're speaking because it is a commonness of it that is I'm, I'm understanding my faith. I'm understanding that I can slow this fast-paced world down so that it makes sense to me so that my steps are are based on faith steps and not fear steps. So I, I appreciate everything that you were talking about. And Kirk, I appreciate the invite here because I think there is a place for this because each one of us are connecting with a multitude of young men that's trying to figure out that simple simple question, am I operating in faith or am I operating in fear? And a lot of times they really don't have the definitions to know exactly what they're operating in. So once you can identify what faith is and what that fear is, then we can say, okay, the reason that you're you're, you're shaking, you worry about what people think about you is, if my arm was fast enough, if the coach liked me or not, or if I'm ever gonna play baseball this way, and then you say, well, Look! Look! Look at Ryan over there, man. Why is he so calm? Well, he's operating in faith, and don't be mad at him because he understood what, what his faith is. Let's teach those individuals who don't know how to find that peace, that calmness in their own faith.
0: Slide. That's a that's great. I took down a couple of good notes for sure while you were talking, man faith, faith steps instead of fear steps is, is one that I definitely love for sure. And just being able to identify that. And, you, and you're right where you get, we get an opportunity to be surrounded by these young men and and hopefully be a positive light. But man, when we get to have that example of somebody that's within the group that is already operating through that gets to be a good positive vehicle to point to, to say, Hey, it's attainable. You know, it's not something that's outside the realm of possibility for yourself to be able to accomplish this guy over here is doing it and just as the same that that's how you get guys that probably shouldn't be operating like that but have that overconfidence of of where they can operate from because they do know that the root and faith even if their skill level hasn't quite matched where their actual faith level is for themselves and then you just hope that they actually put in the continued work to let that can uh, keep coming out of themselves but I love getting to see these different guys share what it is that they they mean, you know, either either through your Instagram posts or your your quotes or you know, just hey, it might even be a, a necklace, a chain that's something that says, hey, that that's what I'm I'm rooted in. And those are the t- times that you have to start the conversation, take the extra five minutes, like Ryan's saying, and actually build upon it and not just move past something that so many of us actually do hold you know, a high, high, you know, Zig Ziglar says 95%, you know, of of people believe in some kind of higher power. Well, why would we not cater towards 95% of people and not discuss something that is that profound in each of our lives, just because there's a fear and a stigma that you might necessarily make somebody uncomfortable. And I'm saying that as somebody that's been there, just as like Ryan said, where a friend's trying to push too hard in the past. And it's, dude, I don't want to talk about this, man. Like th- this conversation makes me uncomfortable because you don't want to approach it, but everybody in their own time for, for what it's worth and and we got a couple of uh you know players on here on camera as well too and and uh you know i'm not gonna try to call out kate or anything but kate is somebody that uh you know i look up to when it comes down to faith and somebody that i've seen grow in his own journey and and he's not done with his his own process so kate if, if you got uh anything that you'd enjoy sharing about your own faith journey from where you know you didn't even you didn't get a chance out of college for yourself and had to keep pushing to find your chance and keep working into yourself where you've, you've given yourself an opportunity to now, you get to say, hey, I've hit my first home run, I've pitched my first inning. So if you can share a little bit of something, I'd appreciate it.
4: Thank you, Kurt. That was, um, <clears throat> that was like my own introduction. Um, yeah, so out of high school, I didn't get recruited anywhere. And uh, I was trying to uh, do travel tournaments on the weekend to eventually find someone who would let me play. Uh, happened to be Kurt, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Um, but mostly the biggest thing I got, Ryan, was just perspective and the whole thing. Um, When you were talking about you're on the mound, you have to understand and move your perspective from one of a temporary one of I want success in this scenario, I want 20 strikeouts, I want however many innings, I want to shut down this offense. That's the temporary perspective. And when we're doing anything, we have to move towards an eternalist perspective and understanding that all that we do is for his glory. I thought that was just absolutely awesome in your pod. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Not just the internal perspective on the field, but also juggling with life's highs and lows, uh, dealing with like you were coming out of high school and it didn't quite go the way you wanted. Um, I didn't have the opportunity to get drafted in high school, but it didn't go the way I wanted. So I can relate somewhat to that. But just being in a valley of your own, and understanding through the eternal perspective that, yes, this will work out because I have belief in something that is much greater than me and will lead to much more than me than just temporary success on this earth. I thought that was just, I love that part of it. Uh, Thank you so much for sharing
1: your stuff. That's awesome. Thanks so much.
0: uh and anybody else i mean i know we're we're kind of right on time for ourselves here but do want to just continue giving chris yes please man and and i appreciate that you know again all of you guys that have been here multiple weeks that have started hearing some some different perspectives that have started to you know I, I hope that some compound hearing and sharing has started making any positive stuff and you know chris i'm just loving also seeing all the stuff that you share on twitter as well too so you know appreciate you being here man It's, all right. can you hear me gotcha
5: no i just appreciate you guys and the word um and how you talked about getting out of your own way and tr- trusting it and trusting that internal voice and just that feel that you have um i think it's a tough thing in our world um you, you have your internal thoughts but then you also have to think about the external of society and what you put out there and how it's going to be fed. And then once you uh, kind of get rid of that and not never to offend anybody, but just to believe in your purpose. And then I saw a sermon the other day about understanding that what are you going to do when the battle is brought to you because the battle is meant for you. Oof. And I think there's just so much... You know what I'm saying? When I heard that, I'm like, all right, we have stresses in everyday life. We have all this coming at us. But once you realize that it was meant for you to be in that role, it's just like so much just comes off your shoulder and just trust the process. So I I appreciate you guys. And, you know,
0: Oh, you, you muted yourself, right? As you were probably getting into your best part.
5: But what 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 I was saying is is once I felt that moment, I've always I've always internally felt the message and felt my role. And I've been in my own way too many times because I let the externals get in the way of my internals. And it's it's just about having self awareness of yourself and others and understanding how to get the message out. And um I just, I, I just appreciate you guys and understanding that you're meant for the battles that are brought to you because you were put there for a reason, and that's all.
0: That's powerful, man. That's powerful. That, that, that uh, I wrote that you one down. All, that's all a great point. Letters. Yeah, all capital letters for myself on that one for sure. That was, uh, that was awesome. And man, you talk about the externals, and you know, I'm not trying to bring up a point of negativity or anything like that. But gosh, yesterday, I don't even know who it was between, but there was these two dudes going at it as, as on, on the Twitter sphere of, you know, one person just sharing something about value and the other guy's like, oh, you're all, you know, eye and this and that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, am I not supposed to say stuff? Who's going to call me out and make me feel inadequate and uncomfortable? But it just it just that aspect of. You just can't worry about that. Those external forces that are trying to hold you down. And it wasn't even me in the conversation. And I felt like I was being attacked. And so it was just absolutely like hilarious that we can do that to ourselves just as much as some people can help us like, man, people don't understand what what saying some of this stuff can do to bring other people down. You shut somebody else's future down by your words of just, you know, of what you can potentially go on and say, and they don't even know you. Please come back.
5: And the other thing that I thought was powerful that I saw the other day is we were, when we're young, we're kind of molded to fit in. But then when we get older, it's like, how do we stand out? And it's, it's kind of like, all right, you got, you got to fit in to get in. But then who are you as an individual or your message or your beliefs or whatever it is, is be you, be you. Don't let the externals and all that. A lot of this comes down from our upbringings and our dads in our ears, our moms in our ears, and all this. And just trust it, trust it, let it off your shoulders, and be you. That's all.
0: Appreciate it. Good stuff, Chris. Definitely, Coach Sharp. Not going to try to throw you under the bus or anything like that. But man, you know, I know that more recently for yourself that you just uh, did go through, uh, you know, getting getting saved for yourself, and you've been through your own journey and. You know, I've I've gotten a chance to get to know you over the past couple of years, and I, I've I'm, I I didn't even necessarily know that was a journey that you were on yourself. That you, when when the time came, so I just uh, I'd enjoy hearing a little bit about how that process came to fruition for yourself, to where uh, you know you felt touched enough that it was time.
6: Yeah, man, for sure. Um, it's kind of started a few years ago, actually, before you and I met, and and I made the move from Arizona to North Carolina where we eventually met. Um, But I went to Piedmont as a, on purpose, you know, to kind of find a little bit more, um, dive into my faith a little bit more. Um, And I found, and I really found, you know, so much of what I was doing wrong um, and how I wasn't, you know, living for the Lord and how I wasn't, um, you know, proclaiming my faith the way it should have been. Um, and then I got back home, and, and my wife and I found a church out here in Phoenix, and um, for me, it was about the truth and, and learning and understanding that, uh, you know, Jesus wasn't um, this soft-spoken, always nice, did everything the right way type of person. He was a leader, um, and he was tough, and and he, you know, he said things that really, would rub people the wrong way or, you know, offend people. You know what I mean? But he was he did it with love. He did it out of leadership. Um and for me, finding the church and a pastor that, you know, explained that and opened that up for me is what sold me. I mean, I was sitting there it was probably May or June and pastor was just, you know, going through his sermon and I was hooked and I was in. Um and my wife and I decided to get baptized uh July 28th, I believe it was. Um and I mean, it's been ever changing um, for for my life, but for our lives as we grow. Um, I mean, tell you what, man, it's it's nothing but good. And and even though you know I'm growing in my faith, and it's a process. Um, you know, remembering and sitting through something like this with Ryan and and how what he explained, just remembering that um, it's a process, and and every day we're gonna we're gonna get a little bit better. Um, and at the same time not every day is perfect so and it's awesome man and and I'm very thankful for this and what you're doing um and Ryan for for your words tonight man that's that's awesome coach Fleming to you too um you said you said some things that really resonated with me just on the on the faith versus fear thing um because a couple of years ago I was on the fear uh side of things and now I'm on the faith side of things so it's awesome man and, and anybody that's on that verge i keep pushing and you'll be there soon.
0: It's a lot more fun side of the fence to to be on for sure. (laughs) You you attack yourself in that fear side. And and it's not like we still don't on the faith side, but the answers are easier to, to absorb. It's easier to listen to the voice and be like, oh, that's definitely not something that I'm attached to. This, you know, maybe, and I was talking with you earlier, Sharp, of just some things we're talking about that, if I wasn't in the state that I was some information that I had learned would have probably chased the fear would have made the fear go, Hey, 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 no, 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 no point to do this. You're somebody's already doing this, man. You're done. Uh, you know, too late to the party, but now the, the faith makes me know, Hey, this isn't even you, (laughs) this is happening through you and to not answer the call would be, would be foolish. Right. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Coach Farley, Diggin', you guys are the only two. I don't want to, you know, let let you let you off the hook uh, or make you do anything. But before I get to wrapping up anything, I want to give you guys your
7: chances. Uh, not a problem. Can you guys hear me?
0: I can hear you, Coach. Yes.
7: Um, I I just want to commend the young man Ryan. Uh, I got a chance a few weeks ago to meet uh, Tony Dungy and hear his walk and how he does things, and listening to you is like I needed that. I, I definitely needed that because I'm hearing it twice. And I and I struggle with it. I got to be honest with you guys. I definitely struggle with it through my everyday life and my walk. But to hear someone as young—I believe you said you were twenty-two—and to hear that coming from a young man who knows exactly what he's doing, I, I needed it. I definitely needed it. There are some things that um that uh, Tony Dungy did say that I heard you say that that you're not comfortable speaking, and uh, I believe um, not really. Blasting it on anyone but they see how you walk in your faith you'll be reading the Bible and one of your friends and say hey what are you reading and then they take that time, this is something that he said that may help you out it's definitely help me out there's no growth in being comfortable. So that might help you out that's helping me out because you can't be comfortable and think that you're going to grow and that's baseball that's your religion that's your faith that's anything, so I think. I, th- I thought that was pretty big by Coach Dungy to say that. And Kurt, this is something I'm going to take from you and I'm going to start utilizing this tomorrow. Uh, the acronyms for faith, finding answers in the heart. I'm definitely taking that. <laughs> Les Brown, man.
0: Take that from Les
7: Brown. <laughs> Les Brown. They,
0: they, they share some great stuff,
7: man, for sure. Big
0: time. I appreciate it, right. Coach Farley. Thanks for sharing.
7: Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on.
0: Deegan, you. your turn. I saw you unmuted.
1: Yeah, I was I was gonna ask a question, and you originally had answered one uh, earlier in the meeting that I was planning on asking. But um, now this question is meant for Ryan. Um, I know he was talking earlier about uh, about reading the Bible, you know, in the dugout, you know, during games. And one kind of question that I kind of gained from running down notes, and one thing that I kind of um, jotted down from everybody else speaking that I wanted to ask Ryan, or I guess that really anybody else that I would want to share as well, um, is there a specific uh, passage in scripture? uh that has possibly become like maybe like a, a life verse for you? Um that's a great question. I think that I'm kind of I'm kind of molding myself each year to be a different person. And I think that verse that I found last September, um, which was Luke 138, um, I think that kind of laid the foundation. I think um earlier in my life, um I think and honestly, I think it could resonate with me right now is it's I think it's in mark ten I think it might be mark ten five and it talks about how um, basically a a light is not kept under a lamp on the top of a hill like you have to let your light shine in order for it to um, touch others it can't be like put under a basket so i'm I'm paraphrasing here, but it was basically like you can't, you can't conceal the light that God's given you. Instead, you have to let it shine. And if you're at the top of the hill, you need, you're there for a reason and you need to let it shine amongst the villagers. So I'm probably butchering that, but um, I can definitely look up exactly what verse that is. And maybe I'll post that on my Instagram story tomorrow. How about that? But um, I I think that's one that's uh, pretty powerful for me. That's one of the first ones that I read. Um, And I probably need to hear right now. It's be bold in your faith. And um just like uh Mr. Farley said, you know, no no growth and being being comfortable.
0: That's awesome. Any anything else, Nick?
1: Oh. No? Ryan, if you, if you put that on your Instagram, I'll have to make sure to follow you.
0: <laughs> Perfect. That's awesome. Uh, a, well, one actionable thing that I do want to make sure to make a recommendation for uh, today—it's it, not a hundred uh, percent faith-related, but ultimately there's going to be faith in the answer. But uh, you know, two things: lift somebody up every day. Uh, just just do what you can for for yourself to to be that positive light, to be that bold person that can. You know, it's not saying walk into the room and and you're you're shining and everything's there, but you can still be quiet, confident, and people know that, man, that guy looks like he's got his stuff together and you don't even have to say anything, but you could just tell the way that you hold yourself and your own faith is, is going to take you a long way. So lift somebody up, but I also want you to create a vision statement. I want you a, a purpose that includes, you know, let's, let's put our sport into it create a vision statement of purpose that includes why you play and what you hope to accomplish and what sort of person that you hope to become. And, you know, that, that allows us an opportunity to not have to throw up on you too much at one time, but start there, start with what that, that gives you for yourself and, and see what you can continue growing on with that, because your vision statement and your purpose is going to be an ever evolving thing for yourself that you'll continue molding and shaping that gives you your, your sense of direction and purpose of what you're after for yourself. And so, uh, know yeah, that, that's my actionable request. And, and if, uh, as far as for some good that can happen for you guys, maybe this week, but if there's not anything else, uh, I'll respect everybody's time and, and kind of wrap us up here and, and look forward to next week. Definitely.
2: Thanks, Kurt. Thanks, Ryan. It was great to share this with everybody, man. Great input from everybody. I got a lot out of this tonight. So thank you guys.
0: Thank you guys. Definitely for, for being here. Uh, everybody for sure. Um, and you know, I'll give everybody a chance to say, say some goodbyes and everything. But, you know, I, I got to thank you guys once again for just taking the time to jump in a conversation with me, you know, and, and everybody here. Thank you to everybody on the Zoom. Thank you for the people that have listened on the Twitter spaces. You know, I really hope that the audio quality wasn't too horrendous for you guys on Twitter spaces, but wanted to make sure to provide the opportunity there as well for people to peek in and check out what we're doing. And Maybe next week you guys will be interested in jumping in on the Zoom session. Just, hey, one by one, little by little, Together, we're going to grow. It's not about the race, but who we get to become in that process of running it. That is the most important thing that, you know, that we're really looking for at the end of the road. So uh, I really do appreciate everybody being here. I appreciate again, people spending an hour being here with their, their time on a Sunday as we get ready to embark on another, other, another week ahead. So uh, let's go out and have a good one. And if anybody needs anything throughout the week, wants to bounce off any, messages wants to share your your vision statement that you created please you know i look forward to doing it and find somebody that you can get in your corner with to help you on on your walk and i'm not talking about your walk of faith i'm just talking about on your walk of life find somebody that's going to help you continue taking step one and step two where you guys can you know have a trust and relationship so i appreciate Amen. you guys good job
6: kurt good job thank kurt. you guys ryan, the ryan, man. ryan appreciate it. i appreciate yeah, it appreciate you guys hey, have a one next week Good seeing you dude Absolutely. In a while. <laughs> I know, man. Look good. The flow looks good, man. Yeah. But my
0: flow looking pretty good as well too. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. I hey, really appreciate it. Have a nice one. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you.